This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with, along with Joe Shasky, Mark Willard. Uh, we invite you to subscribe, rate, review and do not miss an episode Mm -mm. we bring them to you twice a week all right you mentioned logan webb earlier yes it was a win saturday Mm. in fact it ended up being an easy one in the end the giants put up 13 runs which felt like more than they had put up the entire week and a half leading up to that but it was yet another start where logan does not look his sharpest what do you see right now when you're watching a pitch you know, well, first off, I think he gets credit for going out there over the last, I would say, three, four starts and not having his most electric stuff and still grinding out a couple of victories. To me, you get credit when you win with your B stuff, you know what I mean, as opposed to your A, A minus stuff. Anybody can win when you're rolling like that. It's the late life movement downward. Like that was the the signature of of this guy, especially late in the year last year. How many times did he jam a guy right back to him? Jam a guy to the third baseman coming in like very few balls left the infield. I'm not seeing that same thing. And early in games, it feels like teams are attacking him. Now, I don't know if he has to adjust because teams have a a different scouting report or if it's just this lineup because Arenado and Goldschmidt back-to-back, that'll grind anybody. But it's the late-life movement on multiple pitches right now. I'm just not seeing that same stuff. Yeah, I, to me, this is a matter of control. Logan Webb is not going to be a guy that's going to overpower you. No. Logan is a guy that's just going to completely tie you up uh, with his with his breaking stuff and his, his change-up and whatnot. Uh, what we see from Logan is that he is absolutely a battler. You know, I, mm-hmm. love, I love sort of the moxie of Logan. What's been fun from the beginning of last year till now is, is sort of to watch the way he handles things, even if he's not pitching at his best. Um, he's already shown that he's got the stomach for game one of the playoffs, for example. I mean, he pitched so well in both of those games against the Dodgers last year. So you know he's got the mentality of an ace. And I think even when he's struggling, you can see it. You can see that he he, he is absolutely going to you know, in a, in a situation like Saturday, okay, let's grind out five innings mm-hmm. because I'm not going to put the bullpen in a bad spot and I'm going to keep my team in a, in a situation where they got a chance at least to win the game. And he was given an early lead. I think the Wilmer Flores oh, yeah. grand slam, you know, you got to keep that huge. in mind. It's yes. like, right? You're pitching you to the pitch score. A little bit, you pitched it a little bit different with, yeah, uh, with, I'm with, you. with a lead. So I don't really have concerns. I just think he's someone who needs to be locked in with his pinpoint control mm. and he doesn't quite have it. And, yeah. and, you know, 
being an, a couple inches off if you're Logan Webb can mean the difference between painting the black and hitting the barrels. Here's where our producer, Sam Lubman, is so good. He's got it in the chat here. Five ERA, his last three starts, 17 innings pitched, the 16 Ks, four walks, but the batting average against 347. Just, again, my beginner novice eyeballs are telling me Guys are going away with his pitches. They're going to the opposite field. They're driving the ball into the gaps. I'd like to see him pitch a little more on the inside. That's what I would like to see him do. And I don't know, maybe it coincides with maybe Joey Bart takes a day off and Casale's that guy. Maybe there's something there. I I don't know necessarily. They have won all three of the last three starts, though. So pitching to the score is part of – that's old school pitching to me. I know we drive into the numbers and we obsess. Does your team win? Like, that does matter to me. Well, I mean, he's getting reverse caned is what he's getting. <laughs> I mean, he's getting, he's getting some crazy run support. I got to think with the way the Giants have been scoring runs lately, there's yeah. people looking at Logan going, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, Like, we're getting one run a night if we're lucky. Logan's going out there getting a nine spot, 13 spot, uh, all of that. You know, they had a 13-7 win. They had a 12-3 win. They had a 9-3 win. Mm. So, like, his last three starts, uh, let me do some quick math. That's 34 runs that the Giants have scored in those three starts. Save some for the other guys. <laughs> you can you can give up a lot of runs and still win those games. So we'll see. But all eyes are on him. How about the rest of the rotation? Yeah. We talked about Cobb. I think that calms some things down a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Rodon, we'll see him to start off the Rocky mm-hmm. series. He hasn't really had a bad start yet. Junis, to me, changes everything yes. until De Sclafani gets back. I mean, outside of Rodon, you don't feel great about anyone. Alex Wood feels good for four innings. After that, you're not sure. Um, but but Junis, you feel really good uh, about him, I guess, mm-hmm. if he's going to be a member of the rotation. Um, but uh, but by and large, you may not feel great about anyone. I also don't think you feel terrible about anyone. Right now, the pit in your stomach starter is Di Sclafani. Yes. And we'll wait and see what he looks like when he gets back. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I Actually, this is a big start for Alex Wood. I, I think he needs a victory against the Colorado Rockies, and this is the kind of team he can quick pitch and kind of work through and just get me through five. Like, that's the key right now because this bullpen does look pretty good right now, and I, I really like where the bullpen's at in terms of the totality of what they've got going. The guy we haven't referenced, and this isn't a starter. This is the bullpen. I want to talk about the kid. Camilo Duvall, because I thought today, the Sunday game, was massive growth. He goes up against Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt has been uh, a giant killer throughout the totality of his career, battling, battling, battling. And then, obviously, Goldschmidt gets on base, and here comes Arenado. So there's no let-up whatsoever. And he gets him out on a filthy slider to end the game. I just I thought it was tremendous growth from the kid. He could have easily lost both guys, and we would have been like, oh, God, hand-ringing time. To me, that was a big-time save for his confidence, and I think if we can get that closer spot locked in, you could solidify the back end of that bullpen. Then Wood going five isn't as big of a deal. Yeah, I, and I was at the game Sunday, and I was keeping a real close eye on the radar gun. He was dotting 99 with just about every fastball. You and I have talked about the lack of confidence mm. in the control of his fastball, and it really looked good today. He, yeah. he, he was starting hitters with that fastball, not the breaking stuff. So he's going after hitters with a 99-mile-an-hour heater. He was pitching from ahead, and that's why he was able to get the first two outs right away. Goldschmidt is Goldschmidt. He worked a walk. He's such a beast. I mean, Arenado, you're sitting up there, and especially when there's a wild pitch, 
and, and Goldschmidt goes to second, you're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and, and he throws the pitch, and, and he had Arenado totally buckled. That's a big league save. Yes. That is a big league save, and it's one of those moments we talk so much about uh, the the you know the lack of a heart rate for Camilo Duvall. It's so slow. I really saw it in this game. Really, because you know there was the there was the cruise over to first base, close play. Oh my goodness! Right, they had to review it. And oh my goodness! Like he just knew the beat Giants it. have won all year. I know they get that play, and then it's got Goldschmidt and Arenado, <laughs> and now we got a runner in scoring position and a wild pitch, just... and he just stayed calm and he made the pitch and and got the save. Well, and and the one issue that I got here, and I, I know the analytics people are going to come, and I'd love to hear their comments. Put it in our in our feed, in our uh, uh, what is it, podcast feed or our Spotify feed when you're when you're rating and reviewing. But like when it's a tie game and you're at home, I I never understand the uh, we're going to put our closer in. Like, I, I don't get that. I know that there's this ammunition for it. Oh, you're going to win in the in the in the bottom half of the inning. Like the kid is used to coming in with uh, the opportunity to close out the game and finish it. He has a lead. I don't know. There's just something different about a tie game. I just I didn't love it. I don't know. Where are you at with that with closers coming in and tie games? I'm just I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, and I know he yeah. hasn't worked. He hadn't worked for a week, so that's another part of this. Yeah, Joe, uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we don't like to use the word closer uh, with this particular organization. You know the deal. They're not going to use the word closer. What's the What's the 2022 way to say it? Uh, leveraged reliever. Yes. Right. So it's a yes. leveraged spot. Uh, so you're going to put him in. I mean, I get it just because you're not going to have a You're not going to have a save opportunity. Yeah. Right. And, and the other thing is here's why I'll support it further. I'll support it further now because uh, if you do get, and I know sometimes it's like, all right, we're going to, you know, maybe use him in a tie game in the top of the ninth. Yes. If it's the top of the 10th, I really get it because now a runner on we're second. talking about a runner at yeah. second Good point. With, with nobody out. And, and I want somebody – this is where Tyler Rogers scares the heck out of everybody because the ball is going to be put in play. He yeah, you need a cat. strikeout stuff, and, and it can be ground ball to second base, fly ball to right field, and you, you're down a run. So that's where I, – that I get. You know, bring your guy in who's got the strikeout stuff and see if you can keep a zero on the board. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess what you don't want – is is you, you end up in that tie game in the late innings and then you end up losing the game and, and your guy never got out of the bullpen. Yeah, you didn't waste the bullet on on one of your best arms. Like I, right. I get that argument. I don't know. Well, look at I'm liking where the where the just the staff of pitchers are in general. You know, my one grief was last week. I was so pissed off with the base running. Only one bad base running mistake this weekend, and it was Brandon Crawford getting picked off. So all in all, I'm feeling pretty optimistic about where this team is right now. Yeah, the, the base running was better. You did have Jock Peterson, oh, uh, second and third, God, hard ground that. ball to the left side. I would have taken off, too. Uh, it, it was a fun moment, though. I don't know if anybody caught this on TV. They did it, it, it within a base running mistake. They actually made a really good play. So let me set the table for you. If I remember the characters in play, I think that uh, Jock's at third. Yes. Um. And then was it uh, – it was Flores at second. Mm -hmm. Who's not fast at all. I think it was Ruff at the plate. Yeah. Ruff hits a seed ground ball to the left side. Jock takes off. Shortstop goes down to a knee, grabs it, throws home. Jock knows that he's toast. Mm -hmm. So he stops and starts to head back to third. Flores is already there. 
does a great job allowing Ruff to get all the way over to second base by the time they tag him out. Not only does he run back to third, he gets the third, keeps going. Yeah. He heads for left field. Yeah. And they make, even though like you're out at that point, it does enough to stop the the catcher or whoever has the ball to be like, I'm not sure what to do here. And he chased him all the way out yeah. left field to tag him. It allowed Ruff to get to second base. Didn't end up turning into any runs, but it was kind of like within a mistake, it was an intelligent way to handle it. I'm totally with you. In, in Little League, the next guy would get up there and slap a single and you get both runs in anyway. Right. And quite quite frankly, I'll trade Jock Peterson at third with Wilmer at second for Wilmer at third and Darren Ruff at second because yeah. Darren will actually score from second in those situations. And with two outs, he's probably running anyway. So, yeah, I'm with you. That, that wasn't a bad play right there. Look, they have to play buttoned-up baseball. We know this. So you got to field the ball, which they've done a pretty good job of the, thus far. And and they're without what I deem to be a gold glove level third baseman. They've done a really good job pitching throughout the totality of the year. The hitting with runners in scoring position has been better as of late. You know, they just don't have a lot of bats and uh, power bats right now. That's that's going to come. But they did hit some home runs this weekend. By the way, for anyone waiting for this, too, as things kick into the following week, uh, I'm a little bummed by this. It's not like some amazing reunion. It's not when Chris Bryant went back to Chicago. But – I was thinking that this would be Chris Bryant back yeah. to Oracle Park this week. It's sounding like he's not going to play. Chris, who still has zero home runs this Wild. year. Uh, he's only had 57 at-bats, but no home runs. I was looking forward to a little Rodon. Yeah. Chris Bryant doesn't look like we're going to get it. No, no. And, and if you're just uh, you know a, a good fan of baseball, look around baseball right now. There's some bad teams that the Giants have yet to play. So you're going to start salivating here. Look at this. I mean, Mark, wait till Cincinnati comes up. All right. right? Oh, like, I mean, Ooh. sign me up, right? Like teams around the league right now are going through a lot of swoons. So it could be a lot worse. The Giants have righted the ship. Yeah. But let's also remember this. Last year's 107 wins was made very fat by Arizona and Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I know mm -hmm. it's early, but Arizona and Colorado this year do not look like Arizona and Colorado no. last year. The entire division, Joe. Yeah. The entire division is above 500. I don't know yet. Maybe it's too early to call them the best division in baseball. They're the best division in baseball so far. Yeah. And so the Giants are not going to have, uh, you know, what is it? 18, 19 games per division rival. That's almost 40 games against teams that last year, those were almost sure victories. Oh. It's not the case this year. I think they won 17 or 18 games against Arizona alone, <laughs> like alone against that team. So, yeah, there's no doubt about it. It does have an AL East feel to it, doesn't it? Like it feels like three teams are absolutely coming out of this division uh, going into the playoffs. Now, look, we're in May. <laughs> Let's see where we're at in the middle of June. But early on, I mean, this, this division is loaded. Giants 17 and two against the Diamondbacks last year. There you and go. This team now they can pitch. They can pitch so far this year. Uh, you know, and Mad Bum, by the way, is part of it. The way uh, he's throwing, provided that he doesn't get thrown out wow. early in games. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.